The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Steve Timmy Bogger around the OAA, the host of BT and also the host of Last Week Brain Cells on ONTV. I got Ian here back finally. It's been a month, oh it feels like. It has been a month. It's been a month. You know what I mean? You've been... Very busy here at ONTV at the start of the new year. Equipment breaking left and right. We've had COVID scares. People staying home. We had snow days. We've had food drive coming well, this week. Food drive is happening this week. It is Monday, the 7th. Yep. And the food drive is uh, ONTV food drive. It's 12th annual for Oxford Orient Fish. Mm-hmm. And our collection goal is $5,000. And I have to say, Sammy, the secret. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna tell you a secret. What's the secret? Here's a secret. Do, 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 do. All of our sponsors. We have so many sponsors this year. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Beautiful. We're almost at our collection goal at the start of the food drive. Ooh! How awesome is that? Beautiful. So we want to thank our sponsors. So many to thank: Canterbury Village, Meyer, Kroger, Aldi, Northern Wholesale Flooring, Donnie Steel. Um, so many, so many M3 investments, so many beautiful. And if you want to, uh, help out with the food drive, we have a GoFundMe yes. again. So it's kind of a virtual food drive, virtual mm-hmm. fun drive. So it's a GoFundMe. You head on to orionontv.org and you click on the food drive, uh, logo. It takes you right to the GoFundMe page. You can donate to the food drive. Or if you want to drop off food, we're taking collections this year. Last year we had to be watch out because of the, the virtual. Pan- yeah. Because of the pandemic. Yeah. But this year. We are taking physical donations, and the goal is to fill our production van. So it's out there with a door open. You want to drop stuff off, you can. It's all ready to go. And Sammy, for all of you Sammy lovers out there, the big fan of Sammy Taramina, he and I are going to be live tomorrow, Tuesday, the 8th, from 12 to 2, uh, to do basically the podcast or OAA now Mm -hmm. and talk high school sports. But who else? Who is joining us? We got views of sideline. Of course, I'm Malik Hill, and I'm Joey Tysick, honestly. Yes. So, and I've been, I've been a frequent guest of their show as well. Yep. I mean, we talk. Another longtime sports uh, podcast yep, running here at ONTV. Yep, and also we talked NCAA tournament. I mean, like, um, <laughs> very, very blessed. I'm likely going to be on there this year again. Yes. <laughs> and so they're, they're going to be in. The four of us are going to be talking sports. we got the Super Bowl coming up. We've yep. got a lot of college stuff. College stuff. Weirdness order, going weirdness on. Going Recruiting up. just kind of hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk high school. There's a ton of stuff going in high school. Absolutely. In the OAA, and that's what we're talking about today, right? Yep. Sam? We got a lot of basketball stuff to talk about. We had Oxford's um, first game back at Ian awesome. Smith. Um, you know, there was a big student section there against awesome. Berkeley. Um, and then you got Lake Orion's um, Vengeance in the White in boys. And then, of course, the Reds got yeah. Ferndale. Um, you got Ferndale dominating the Red. And then and then there's the gold mess. I mean, obviously, in, in boys <laughs> right now, there's the gold mess. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot going on, and hey, what? how many more weeks? We got a couple more weeks left. Right? I mean, this is the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. time, man. This is where you put up or shut up, and yep. this is where the cream or are, are the teams that are strong right now going to really push to the end, or is there a collapse? It's time to start paying attention to the NPR rankings uh, oh, with okay. districts, you know, because yeah. they're going to release those brackets coming up. I know on the girls, they released the formula on the February the 14th. We're going to talk about that Ooh. next week. Um, I know you've been very upset with that formula, and then uh, alphabetical nonsense. Yeah. And then, and then the boy, and then the boys is the following week. So, 
you know, so a lot to look at when you look at the NPR. Um, I've already yeah. got um, my standings going around with the NPR, so it's important to, if, for OA teams to keep a real close eye on the NPR. I will um, post the NPR right now on the blog. I will do that later on today. Um, yeah. I'll be around the OA at Saginaw Bay 4650 at blogspot.com. You want to take a look at that. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen the bracket yet. We'll probably see that next week. So th- that'll be point of discussion. Obviously, it always is uh, how they A lot face. of controversy. Oh, is it always, right? Especially because you have the top two C's getting the buys. And you have A, B, C, C D. <laughs> it's singing this song. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what, I don't know yeah. how they got it. If it was Sesame Street, uh, <laughs> I-, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, you know what they're doing? They're playing with their little letter blocks. Maybe. They're sitting around building Maybe. pyramids and little, but if little the MHA, forts. If you're the MHA, feed everybody. Yeah. Feed everybody. Yeah. The, the, the alphabet thing, because we saw teams last year, it's like, what? And completely yeah. get thrown into. I mean, into... Lake Orion gets screwed having to play um, Clarkson on that um on that Wednesday instead of having to play uh, instead of having to play um Adams on that Wednesday. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, it's I, because of the yeah. alphabet A, B, C, D. <laughs> I'm sure we'll go over oh, all the yeah. details of how that works. Uh, oh, next week. yes. And all of you basc- OAA basketball fans out there already know. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. not the best way to do things. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, we got, we're going to bring back the OAA roundup for this week, even though yeah. we got them. Um, so just so all you listeners know, yeah, I'm back for half the show. Yep. Then I'm going to hand it over to Sammy. He's going to drive the bus for the rest of it because mm-hmm. uh, we got a live. Like I said, our food drive is going today. Uh, if you can't tune in live 12 to 2, that's okay mm-hmm. at OrionOnTV.org or if you're in Lake Orion Comcast Channel 10 and AT&T versus Channel 99, all that good stuff. If you can't tune in, you can watch uh, t- this afternoon for the live bit. You can tune in all day, and mm-hmm. uh, we even have prog- primetime programming from 7 to 9 and then in the overnight. So Beautiful. I'm only here for half of the show, and then i got to step away because I'm going live at noon yes. on the channel. So, um yeah, I got a lot to do. <laughs> I know you do. But I haven't been in the chair and you know. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Let's let's let's, let's do, hit the round let's do something. <laughs> now, I haven't read one of these in so long. It's like I got to get you 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 have a certain way of writing the roundup, Sammy. I know. And I was in my groove before uh all that craziness happened at the new year. So Bear with me, listeners, and feel free to correct me anytime, Sammy. Yep. <laughs> All right, what are we looking at? Basketball. It's the roundup. Uh, girls, uh, this is from January 31st. Yep. I cannot believe we're in February already. Yep. It's crazy. All right, Harper Woods. Uh, and the tight one with Ferndale University, 50-44, to 44, and Harper Woods gets the W. Berkeley, 54-33 over Royal Oak. Ouch. Maya Jones had 12 points. Ashley Loon, 11 points for Berkeley. Lucy uh, Freytag had 12 points for Royal Oak. Rochester, 54-35 over Bloomfield Hills in a blowout. Robinson had 11 points. Natalie Rice, or Kylie Robinson, excuse me, had 11 points. Natalie uh, Racy? Yeah. Racy had 10 points for Rochester. Uh, Stony Creek. Is this right? 48-21 48 to 21 over Adams. Ouch. Sydney LaPrairie, uh, 17 points. And Sarah LaPrairie, 10 points for Stony Creek. Are they the dynamic duo of that team or what? Well, that, that's why they're known as Team Feinbaum. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's why Paul Feinbaum needs to go over there to Stony Creek and talk to them. <laughs> uh, February 1st, 
So only a couple games there on the uh, on the 31st. On mm-hmm. February 1st, we have Groves 59-46 over Birmingham Country Day. That was a big win. It, it was, Yeah, obviously. Oxford in action gets a W, 45-35 over Bloomfield Hills. Bloomfield Hills struggling. Yep. Uh, Miranda, Young group, though. What's that? Young group they have over there. Young group. Miranda Wymenkio. Wanemko. Wanemko had uh, 22 points for Oxford. Our music stopped. Wow. Started up again. See, I'm rusty. I know you're rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to put this. I got to put this in a loop. Loop I guess on. So. I don't know why it stops. I know. Computer gremlins. I got to keep an eye on that. I All know. right, where are we? On <laughs> the third. Uh, North Farmington, 34-28 over Bloomfield Hills. Just having a hard time. Can't score the ball or uh, the Bloomfield Hills. Uh, Sella Leffler, uh, 19 points for North Farmington. On the fourth, Stony Creek 44-25 over Royal Oak. Uh, the big win for Stony Creek. See home 70-28 over Ferndale. Maggie Liebler and Annie Bagurian Bergman. Yep. 11 points each. Uh, Kate Sullivan, 10 points for BS. Rochester 48-25 over Adams. Adams couldn't get, find two in that a row, was a, could that they? That was at Oakland University, too. Oh, those are always fun. Yep. Backyard brawls type of thing. Yep. On the fifth, Detroit Denby, 47-21 over Pontiac. Mm-hmm. On the boys' side of things, on the first, Harper Woods, 48-46 over Avondale in a tight one. Good game. Royal Oak, 44-30 over Ferndale University. Dylan Hoffman had 15 points. Clark Camden had 11 points for Royal Oak. Berkeley, 65-63 over A&T in a tight one. Tamir uh, Rukenvich yep. had 25 points. Ben Maurice had 21 points for Berkeley. Seaholm 56-43 over Troy Athens. Uh, John Chinosis and Hunter Baldwin had 14 points each. Ethan Wise, 10 points for BS. I still can't believe that game. I still can't believe that one. <laughs> I, I'm still baffled, even after a week after looking at that one. I'm hey, still man, you, you play the games for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Oxford in action again. Oxford, uh, this is the men's side of things. Oxford, 48-44 over Rochester. Bryce Essman gets the job done. Uh, uh, where are we at? 19 points. Jake uh, Champagne uh, had 11 points. And Mitchell Viviano, or Vivano. Viviano. Viviano, missing an eye in there. It's not my fault. 10 points for Oxford. Uh, Lake Orion continues the winning ways. 46-37 over Troy. Merrill had 19 and Rick 13 for Lake Orion. Gross 54, 34 over Stony Creek. Aaron Dubois, or Dubose, depending yep, on Dubose. how you want it. Uh, 18 points. Quentin Steele, 14 points for BG. Evan uh, Terrace and Aiden Grosko had 10 points for Stony Creek. Ferndale 56, 52 over Clarkston as Clarkston slips a little. Uh, Travion Lewis, 14 points. Uh, Drake had 13. Uh, Cameron Reed, 12 points for Ferndale. Wasilk had 27 points, and Austin had 14 for Clarkston. Oak Park, 55-47 over North Farmington. Ashton Henderson had 15. Uh, Gio uh, Hutchins had 13 points. Holloway had 11. Miller had 10 points for OP. Hurst, 17 points. Williams, 10 points for North Farmington. West Bloomfield, 74 59 over Farmington. Big blowout there. Mitchell Say had 31. 31. Yep. Tory James had 14 for West Bloomfield. Big day for Say. 
Yep. Uh, on the fourth, Detroit Denby takes down Farmington 69-55. Troy Athens 51-38 over a slumping A&T. Uh, Berkeley 59-48 over Oxford. Uh, Rukevich had 22 points. Sheriff had 20 points for Berkeley. Essman had 24. Oxford Groves 57-54 over Troy in a very uh, close game there. Yep. And where are we at here? Lake Orion 70 puts a 70 burger on Bloomfield Hills 70 to 56. Rick goes off for 27. Granberry also had 25 for Lake Orion. Big scoring there yep. for the big two for the Dragons. Noah Bramchick had 20. Adam Chich had 25 points for BH. Oak Park 68 54 over West Bloomfield. Henderson had 22. Smith with 18 for OP. Mitchell Say at 17 for West Bloomfield. Adam 61-41 over Rochester. Mims had 21. Walters with 12 for RA. Husani had 12 points for Rochester. And closing out the roundup here on the fifth, Ferndale 57-46 over Muskegon. And that, that is the... That here? That here? Yeah. Van Lewis at 21 in that game. 21 in that game. A lot of points dropping for some of these big scores. And that's the roundup. I can handle two pages. That's not. Something. I know you can handle two pages. <laughs> well, we, there was not a Five lot of games. Five pages. The last I was here. Is there wasn't a lot of games because of the snowstorm that that's right. took place. You yeah, know what I mean? That's true. Here, you know, obviously here we got about nine inches of snow here. Uh, at least. At least nine inches. Yeah. I mean, like obviously. That's true. And those games are starting to be rescheduled uh, yeah. this week, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, some are moving to this week. Some are going next week. You know, we're getting it. We're getting yeah, closer. Yeah, you got to get them in. Got to get them in, especially yep. those league games. Um, obviously, one game, one thing we got to talk about, let's go boys first. Sure. Um, Oxford, you know. Mm-hmm. what? I mean, on that Friday night, you know what I mean? That Friday night, everybody wore Oxford Strong shirts. You know, last week I wore an Oxford Strong shirt yep. on the podcast. Um. The fact that they played their first game at Ian Smith against Berkeley in a huge clash for the blue, um, you know, unfortunately it didn't go it didn't go um Oxford's way. I mean, Berkeley won that game. Um, the difference, of course, obviously Rukovich had twenty two and then Sharif yeah. had twenty. Um, but what was your thoughts seeing Oxford back in their own gym for the first time? Well, you know, going back to. Mm-hmm. Before the new year, when we were still digesting what happened and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping for the best for these kids and the community. And we talk about sports being a, a way to heal. Very important way it's to important. heal. It's important. It's a way to heal, bring kids together, push some of that Maybe. other stuff to the sides. And I think it, it just kind of came to, you know, what we were just so pleased to see and hoping to see. You know, it's a little sooner than I thought it would be, but it's good to get them back in the familiar confines of their home court. And so it was, for the kids, the score is one thing, whatever. But the kids knew, the community was there for them, and will always be there for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, for them to go out and compete, it's got to be difficult. Just walking in that building every day is difficult. it is. Has to so to have that game to be as a distraction, win or loss, it doesn't matter at this point. It, it's about life and mm-hmm. getting 
back to some normalcy and being with your brothers and sisters on the court and your teammates and just kind of this this is this is the life. This is the important life lessons we're learning is mm-hmm. people on my team are there for me. Yep. Right? And it it score be damned. It doesn't really matter. The, the, see the students having fun, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Especially you know at the and end of the quarter, you know, right? especially seeing at the end of the quarter, you yep. know what I mean? Seeing them see them sing the song like um what are they? What's that song that they sing like "Lonely World"? You know what I mean, or like, um, or like that South Detroit song. What's oh, song? Uh, Journey. Journey, yeah. I mean, seeing them sing that. Don't stop believing. Yeah, don't stop believing. I mean, like, you know, having fun. Having right? fun. You know, having fun. You know what I mean? Just seeing those kids have fun. Yeah. It's just. It's really. It kind of gives me goosebumps thinking about it because it's, a, it's a very important. It's important. Factor, it's important healer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, to see what Oxford's had to go through, having to play games at Rochester University, having to play at Oakland University. Now they get to play a game at Little Seas Arena this weekend. Oh, really? On Friday, actually, they play at Stony oh, Creek there. That's kind of cool. And then. is What time is that? Is that late or after the game? 1.45 tip-off on PM? a Friday. Yep. 1.45 p.m. tip-off. Awesome. Yep. So they're going to be playing at. At Little Caesars Arena against Stony Creek, so I hope the Pistons uh, do something special for those kids. They, I hope so too. That's I mean, awesome to to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. see that they're all opening those types of venues up mm-hmm. to these kids is awesome. It is, and they've practiced at the Legacy Center and um as well. Yeah. They yeah. practice there. Um, and not just basketball. I mean, you mm-hmm. got uh, the the wrestlers the at wrestlers Lake Orion High School yep, swimming. swimming at Lake Orion. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, the fact that the whole community's been there for for Oxford, yeah. it's been really important for them. And to see that game played at Ian Smith on Oxford Day, Friday night, you know, really important. I mean, like at a lot of communities were wearing the Oxford Strong shirts. Um, Obviously, um, you know, when you really look at it, I mean, like, it, it's really it's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really important. Yeah, and imagine the adrenaline those kids had, you know, c- coming out there to the roar of that crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just amazing, and um, I just hope that is one – it's another step in the, in, the, in the process of the healing for these kids. And I think it will be because – and what also helps is that their boys' basketball team – is in the middle of a league race, obviously. Yes. And that's a huge deal here, too, because even though Oxford now sits the game back at Berkeley, their win against Rochester is absolutely huge. What in the heck is wrong with Rochester? I really, they have not been the same since that um, Tamir Runkovich buzzer beater um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago when they lost to Berkeley in overtime. They have not been the same team. I know they've got injuries. Well, that, how, that, it, Sammy, we know in the we high know, school yes. ranks that if you have injuries, bad the, things happen. Oh yes, I mean we've seen it mm-hmm. on guys' teams, girls' teams, uh, all levels, mm-hmm. because the depth in the high school game isn't right like the college game. No, right, you no. have a maybe three. You're always hoping for three. Mm-hmm. You got a fourth. Yeah, you're doing great. You don't have eight. No, or you but, don't even have six. But when you look at when you look at Rochester. I mean, like, injuries. A lot of injuries have really hurt this team. Um, they've had some. They have. They have not been the same team since that buzzer beater that Tamir Rukovic hit um, 
in that loss to Berkeley. And then you look at, and then they lost to Oxford on their home floor. Um, and then they got throttled by Adams. I mean, like, this is a team that's got some big, big problems. Yeah. Um, to me, if and can they, they turn it around? I mean, we're, like we said, how many weeks left? Two, three? There's about maybe. Remember, girls basketball. Yeah, they were early. A little earlier, early. and then the boys side is it's a week later. So end of the month. Mm-hmm. They do play some games in March before they start the tournament. But but you have to get it done. You got to get it done soon. Yeah, we might have a month, but right. That's not a lot of time. Right. Two then, games a week, maybe. Right. Yeah, and then you look at Berkeley. Berkeley's looking really good right now. And you know what's funny is their NPR is only 518, which is bad. Because of who they've played. Mm-hmm. But that's their schedule. <laughs> yes. And they take that into consideration. Right? If you're playing somebody and they're lousy. Yeah. They so take is that-, that your fault? No, it's not your fault at all. But right. still, you got to play I it. I know. you got to play it. I mean... Obviously, you know, when you look at the blue, you know, Berkeley right now is in front. Oxford's right there. Rochester has been slipping a little bit. And then you look at Troy Athens, Seaholm, and A&T. A&T. Sorry, Athens, I can't figure this team out. (laughs) Because to me, Athens, they lost to Seaholm. And I'm looking at that score, I'm saying, how do you lose 56-43 to them? Yeah. And I see Seaholm. They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> they're not good. So if you're Coach and then you go and beat A&T. <laughs> yeah. You know, so if you're Coach James Scott, you know what I mean? I'm going like, am I going to am I gonna have a good team this week? Or am I going to am I gonna yeah. have good Athens or am I going to have bad Athens? Yeah. That's the big question here. That's the big question I have with them. See, and that that type of up and down that could inconsistency kill you in a tournament. Oh um, well, yeah, mm-hmm. not even a tournament, but the rest of the regular season. Yes, you know, I know you like looking ahead to the draws and the districts. That's the fun part, right? Postseason is the fun part, right? But the, the regular season gears you up for that postseason. Yes, it does. And if you're going in, going, who do I have, Jekyll and Hyde? Yeah, how do you prepare for that? You, you know, I don't know. I mean, the fans sit around with ulcers and they're drinking Pepto by the gallon and all that stuff. But as the coach goes, you're right. Who do you have? Who's showing up today? What's going on? And you're almost praying there are no injuries because right. if you're up and down with your starters and, you know, your designated starters. You got problems. You, you're running a fine line there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, and then, of course, you have A&T. We know their struggles. We know yeah. Seahole. We know it's been. You know, we know Seaholm really been struggling. Um, let's go to the white now. The white, you know, to me, the white looks like a three-team race now between um between um Bloomfield Hills, Groves, and Lake Orion. Um, yeah, Lake Orion's been on a complete tear. It's eight straight wins, nine and one under Coach Jose Andrades. I mean, talk about talk about like. They did the laundry and uh, everybody's smelling fresh and running out there and dropping 27 and 25. and Alden Ritt, Malachi Granberry, and DJ dro- Morrow. Dropping points. Have been dropping points like crazy. I mean, like, they've been playing really good basketball. 
And this whole team's been playing really good. Complementary basketball to one mm-hmm. another, right? Yes. It's not, at the beginning it was kind of Rit. Rit was kind of carrying, scoring, but it, yes, you know. Uh, and then now you got uh, the you got three headed monster. E- Morrow's gotten going. We've I mean, seen like, Rit have a lo- off day, and then somebody else steps mm-hmm. up, right? You got the, now you have three. Yeah, that that's can scary. Tear you up if you're not that watching is, out. That is Lake Orion to me is a very, very dangerous. Basketball team. Yeah. Really dangerous. And, you know, when you look at this team, you know, when you're believing in each other, believing in a system, you know, that is very, 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 and and you have that bond. You're going to be, that's going to be, that's a recipe for success. And they went through the turmoil early on. Yes, right. They I did. mean, in the beginning of the season, we're like, okay, high, there were high expectations for this Absolutely. team. Absolutely. You know, I mean, last year winning a blue title and then, and then now you're um we were projected to finish second in the white behind the Bloomfield Hills and then I mean and to do what at, they did at Bloomfield Hills win by 14 there put 70 on them yes. that's insane and Bloomfield Hills was a team that hadn't lost since December either you know because yeah. they lost two of those games in the in the round ball at Ferndale so yeah it's 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 amazing like having that happen like like adversity can mm-hmm. work two ways right it's yes. either destructive if you're if you're not mentally strong or it can have the it -hmm. can launch you into something that is unexpected Mm -hmm. or get you back on track right and it looks like with lake orion it got them back on track i mean they got a big one with groves looming on thursday that's a big one there um groves has had a nice year as, as well i mean they're nine and three um aaron debose has had a really nice start i mean you know he's been the main catalyst for them for Groves. I mean, like for Coach Benny White's team. And then you look at, you know, the play of Quentin Steele, the play of, you know, Nick Lurtz has been up and down, but, you know, basically the play of DeBose and Steele been really been the huge catalyst for Coach Benny White's team. And then on Bloomfield Hills' side, we know the experience. They got Adam Chish, you got Canty, you got um, Brodsky, you got, um, you know, you got obviously with Adam Chich. I mean, like, you know, Julie Manna. I mean, could shoot you some threes. I yeah. mean, like, and then DJ Lee, obviously, um, we know he's an energy player. But when you look at Bloomfield Hills, yeah. you know, Coach Phil Kirshen's team, you know, besides riding that experience, you know, you're going to have to say, okay, you got to get back in the drawing board here and figure out, okay, um, now we got some work to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you're saying it's a three-team race. Even though Troy, Troy's an X-Factor, too, because they, they battle Groves tough. Okay. Um, Stony Creek has really struggled this year with their. Do you still feel it's a three or is it a three with an outlier? I so think it's three with a kicker. I think it's three with a kicker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the win streak for Lake Orion is schedule based? Because sometimes you have the tough teams early, you have the tough teams no. late. It's kind of sprinkled throughout. Absolutely not. Because when you really look at it here, when they started off rough. Because we've seen teams they really go ter- 10 and 0. They had a really then, bad loss to Troy Athens, you know, to start yeah. the year. And that was a really bad loss. Uh, yeah, we've had teams that gone 10 and 0, and we know. Uh, and then lose 10 straight. Yeah, Paige and Joe Sermo on that one. <laughs> Ouch. Paige and Joe Sermo on that one. Um, but um, but I just think when you look at this Lake Orion team, I mean, they're going to be dangerous. They're going to be very, very dangerous. Do you think it's. If you really had to dig in your gut, do you think they could pull away or 
are there two people, you know, are there going to be two teams that are going to really kind of hammer this out? Or it's so even that it is a four team race. Groves and Groves and. Or they're um, just going to knock each other off. Yes, and, Groves and uh, Booby Hills are, are two very good teams. Troy, we know, is a wild card here because they play teams tough. They played Lake Orion tough on the road, they played Groves tough on the road. And all those teams have to go to Troy. Yeah. So, you know, so there's still hope if you're Troy. You know what I mean? You know, because you got all those three teams got to come over to um your gym, you know. So that'll be really interesting to see how yeah. um that matchup. Well, that makes it exciting too, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, having, mm-hmm. you know, a race, an actual race yeah. going on. It's not some blowout. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it fun. And, uh, yeah. And then the red, obviously, got Ferndale um, putting a stranglehold in that division. Um, Adams has been playing good basketball. Um, I know no- Oak Park's been playing really good basketball. Um, Ashton Henderson, um, Boata Miller, they've got some co- contributors from the freshmen over there at Oak Park. Durant Shepard's done a really nice job of that program there. Um, North Farmington, I'm starting to figure this team out a little bit, Coach Todd Negotian's team. It's, they're going to be as good as Ryan Hurst takes them. Uh-huh. Ryan Hurst averages 25 points a game. He was held to 17 against Oak Park. That's wild. Yeah. And then Clarkson is the fifth best team in the red. So what, what's going on? What is happening there? There's a lot of parity in this division. Yeah. A lot of, besides West Bloopy and Farmington. And it's been a while since we've had this sort of thing, yeah. right? Besides I mean, West Bloopy and Farmington. I mean, like, Clarkson. Is Fitz? <laughs> I don't understand this. We've we've known Clarkson teams for a long time on top of the red. And the fact to see him like either between your fourth and fifth in the red, that's unusual. Yes. Very unusual. They got players there. You got Keegan Wasillick there. Zach Austin there. You got um Nathan Steinman there. You got Yeah. I mean like and then you have Cameron <laughs> in there. I mean, first of all, where in the heck is Desmond Steffens on this team? I know he's been hurt, but he's got to come back soon for Coach Tim Wasilic. Because if not, I know their district is not as good. But when I look at the NPR, you know Waterford Mott's ahead of Clarkson right now in the NPR. When is the last time you saw that? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. The Corsairs. And the fact that Waterford Mott leads Clarkson in the NPR, that makes no sense. Who they played? We've seen so many teams go up and down right over the years. Mm-hmm. They have been the most consistent. Yes, Clarks has been the most for for a long time. Seven, eight years, ten years. More than can that. We, can we go ten years? More than that, you know, because you've had Dan fight there. You've had now Tim Wasilic there. Yeah, it was. But, it, it was between but, one and two, right? What I, mean, I don't understand is Ian is how is. <laughs> Waterford Mott right now, the top team in the NPR, and Clarkson second. That makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. A, B, C, D. I don't want to hear that A, B, C, D thing. I don't want to hear it. It's like you're watching Sesame Street. <laughs> I know, but but that's reality. I know it's reality. And who are they playing next? I mean, and this, is, this isn't some fluke. No, it's not. Right? I mean, this is... Waterford Mott's, I know, very good team in Lakes Valley. They're a very good team there. But Clarkston, I mean, like, they played a tougher schedule than um than Waterford Mott is. And the fact that I know the district goers at Waterford Mott, but 
the fact that they oh, have the is. top seed over Clarkston, that absolutely makes no sense to me. It doesn't. Win a couple games. It changes. You win a couple games, it changes. Sure, sure. And Clarkson's got a couple opportunities coming ahead of him. I mean, they got they got Ferndale coming there. They got um they gotta go to North Farmington. They gotta go to um they gotta go to Adams. I mean, and they got Oak Park coming to Clarkson. So <laughs> there's plenty of opportunities oh, for Clarkson. Yes. Plenty. See, I wanted to make sure I stayed through that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hear that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna have to hop out, Sam. Okay. So we're about uh, 32 minutes in. And then the goal, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yes, we'll put that on we'll the put that uh, 12 on. to 2. We yep. can continue on with the we'll discussion We'll talk the goal there. tomorrow, yep. And then I'll talk solo about girls' basketball. Yep. You know what I mean? Sounds so. good. Hey, out there, uh, people are in need. The ONTV Food Drive is underway. Head on over to OrionOnTV.org and donate to our GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And or drop off your food items at 1349 Joslin Road at the Orion Center, where the ONTV studios are located mm-hmm. here in Lake Orion. Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to step out. Sammy takes the reins after this short break. Yep. You're watching Orion now on ONTV. Yep. Welcome back to Orion now here. I'm Sammy Terramini here. Of course, um, we got a lot to look at, obviously, here, um, you know, on the girls' side of things here. Of course, um, you're looking at, obviously, one of the, um, I mean, on the girls' side of things, I mean, like, there wasn't a lot of games that went on this week. Um, but the Blues got a lot of games to make up, though. I mean, Oak Park's got to make up at least, um, at least five games. I mean, like, that says a lot. Um, when you really look at the Knights, I mean, like, you know, they got to make up a ton of games. I mean, when you look at the blue race right now, it's going to come down to Seaholm in Harper Woods. I mean, when you look at the Pioneers, um, yeah, they're 12 and one right now, but who have they played? Who have they played? So obviously with, um, I mean, then you look at Seaholm, Seaholm. Who they played? See, Holmes played a tougher schedule than Harper Woods. They played Macomb, Dakota. They played a strong. They played Groves. I mean, like, so when you look at the Blue Race right now, clearly it's See Holmes' division to lose, and that is something you gotta look at. <laughs> um, and then on the flip side. You got Ferndale University. You got Avondale. Farmington right now is the third best team in that division. So when you really look at it, when you really look at these three teams, they have, they're going to beat some teams. I mean, like, Ferndale University gave Harper Woods a scare the other day. They gave them a scare. They did. Bottom line is this. Um... If you look at, obviously, Ferndale University, I mean, yes, the schedule has not been the greatest for them. Yes, you know, but they have an opportunity ahead of them. Avondale, obviously getting Reagan Lawrence back is a huge deal. That is a huge deal. To go along with Savannah Schmidt, that's a big deal. Um, And then you look at, and then, of course, there's Farmington. Autumn Barrett, you know, 
they've got other contributors as well. So when you really look at those three teams, you know, people are going to say, do I think are they going to catch the two top teams in the division? Probably not. But they have a chance to spoil some teams this season, particularly if there's a team in that division right now that's vulnerable right now, it's Harper Woods. I mean, Harper Woods has not been looking really good lately. They have not been looking really, really sharp. And I think, to me, that's playing a weak non-conference. So, when I look at the blue right now, Seahome's a much better place right now. And the rest of the team in that division, Pontiac has been struggling. Um, Ferndale has really been struggling. And then you look at Oak Park, you know, they, they haven't played games lately. So I'll be curious when Oak Park gets back on the floor. I mean, to see where they go. So that's something to really, really keep a close eye on. Um, so that's my take in the blue right now. Um, in the white, um, it's still going to come down to, I think, two teams between Rochester and Lake Orion. Um, those two teams play each other at the end of the season, um, at Rochester. Um, but when you look at who's got the tougher road, it's obviously Lake Orion, considering they got to go to Oxford. They got to go to North Farmington. Um, they got a lot of road games coming up. Um, and then you look at Rochester, you got to go to Berkeley. That's not an easy trip. Um, and then you got, and then you got to go, um, and then you have Oxford and your home gym. I mean, like, you have Lake Orion in your home gym. So if you're Rochester, you're in a really nice spot. I mean, the play Kylie Robinson, Alice Mack has really been the difference for Rochester this year. I mean, for Coach Bill Thurston. Um, on the flip side with Lake Orion, obviously, you know, getting Kylie Heck back is going to be a huge deal for Lake Orion, especially with her offense. Um, she was missed in that game against Rochester. Clearly was. Um, and then you look at, obviously, um, and then you look at the rest of the teams in the, in the white. Um, when you look at the third best team in that division, I still think it's clearly Oxford. Um, especially with the way that they play. I mean, they got some nice young pieces, obviously, with with them. Allison Huffstetter, Nevada Woods, Serena Robb. Um, um, Innovate of Wood. Um, and obviously you got, you got a Miranda Winepco, and then you have, um, with Peyton Richter's out for the year with the ACL. Um, so when you really look at Oxford, and you say, well, what about North Farmington? North Farmington relies on two players. Sal Leffler and Penelope Query. North Farmington's been a really funny team this year. Really, really funny team. Hard to figure them out. Really are. Um, because there's games where they look really good, and then there's games that look really bad. Um, so North Farmington's a team to keep an eye on. Um, people look at Bloomfield Hills and say, well, I mean, like, they're struggling and all that. But here's, here's my take on Bloomfield Hills. Um, they're very young. The majority of the kids that are on that team are sophomores. I mean, Ashley Fortner is a really good player. 
I really like their big in the post. Um, I think Kristen Massey, their coach, has done a phenomenal job in year two over there at Bloomfield Hills. I think that she's done a wonderful job. I mean, do I think, is this the right division for them? And I said before the season started, um, now I'm going to be, and I was really honest. I didn't think the white would be a good division for them. Um, now when they get a lot more experience next year, they're going to be better off. I mean, Massey is building a program over there. Blue Hills. She's building something over there. Like I said, Rome is not built overnight and it's not. So with Bloomfield Hills, I know a lot of people say, well, Bloomfield Hills is terrible. They're not good. Um, you know, you got you to gotta throw the record out, out the window for them. To me, Bloomfield Hills, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. They're, they got a direction. They're heading the right direction. Um, they got some playmakers. Um, I got to give Bloomfield Hills a ton of props, you know. To me, in the next... I think next year for Bloomfield Hills will be the year they start to turn this thing around. I really do. And I'm going to be really honest. Because that team, they got some pieces. They've been competitive. Um, I mean, like, so Bloomfield Hills, they're going to be fine. I'm not pressing the panic button on them. Really not. Um, Adams, you know, when you look at them, I mean, like, they've been up and down. Obviously, Madison Kessman, um, Abby Dranick, those are their two they got to rely on. Um, Anaya Howard, I'm just wondering where, um, where she's been. Um, they got to find a third score. Adams has got to, Adams has got to find a third score. And if they do, they'll be fine. Um, I know Joe Malberg very well. Um, if they can find a third score on that team, they're going to be fine. Um, Troy Athens has been a really tough team to figure out. Um, you know, when you look at Stacey Clump's team, obviously Jillian Siak. Um, I mean, like, you got them. I mean, they got some playmakers on that team. But it's just figuring it out. That's the big key here for Bloomberg Hills. That, for Athens. That's the big key for them. Um, so that's something to really keep an eye on there. Um, and then Berkeley. I mean... Berkeley right now is starting to turn things around a little bit. I mean, it's, it's not just Ashley Loon. It's not just her. Nolan Malvey, Malvey Nolan's really done a nice job for um for Coach Cody Faulkner's team. I mean, Jillian Gomes is not a bad player for them. Maya Jones is not a bad player for them. Um, Sammy Withrow, Ava Beard. I mean, those are not bad player-wise, for Berkeley. But everything for them flows, starts, ends around Ashley Loon. That's the big difference maker there. So that's where I'm thinking when you look at Berkeley. So if you think to me who the third-best team in the white is, um, the third-best team in the white is you got Oxford, Berkeley, North Farmington. Those are the three teams. And North Farmington still has to go to Oxford. That's not an easy trip for Coach Jeff Simpson's team. Um, but, you know, they got, and they also got, and then Berkeley also has to go to Oxford, and they also have to, um, I mean, all of them got to go to Oxford. I mean, like, Oxford's going to have a lot of home games in the month of February. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, so that's my take on the white. Um, 
Obviously, the two top teams are Rochester Lake Orion, followed by Oxford, Berkeley, North Farmington, um, then Troy, Athens, and Bloomfield Hills. Um, so that's my take on the white. Um, now let's go to the red. Um, obviously, you know, West Bloomfield's a team that really stands out in this division. Um, people look at West Bloomfield and say, well, um, you know, they haven't played in a while. I mean, like, but it gives them an opportunity to heal up. And that's a good thing if you're West Bloomfield because they need practice time. They need that chemistry, you know. Obviously, you had the Davis sisters. You have the Hendricks sisters, Myona Hooper. Um, but when I look at West Bloomfield, the biggest problem I have with Coach Jerry McAllister's team has been their depth, you know. So imagine yourself this. If let's say a Sydney Davis gets into foul trouble or a um, India da or summer Davis gets into foul trouble or a, um, India Davis gets into foul trouble or, um, or um, one of the Hendrick sisters gets into foul trouble. I mean, like you're going to have to rely on somebody there. You know, it, you, you just can't rely on the Davis sisters to save you night in, night out. <laughs> That's not possible. Um, so if you're, if you're um, West Bloomfield, this is a good opportunity for you to start getting your chemistry developed. And I think it makes a lot of sense. That's something to really look at. Um, obviously, with um, Stony Creek, um, there's a reason why I call this team Team Feinbaum for a reason. I mean, you see Paul Feinbaum talk, um, talk about Alabama on a consistent basis. This is me with Stony Creek basketball. Because... You look at this team. You got both the Prairie sisters. You got a Mia Carson there. Emma Demetroff. You got a, um, you know, and then they got Emily Flynn on that team. I mean, Stony Creek's got depth. They play defense. They're a very good team. And they're well coached with Kellen James there. I mean, Kellen James, Kellen James is the perfect coach for that team. We and you got Chris Flynn, who is one of the best assistant coaches in the state. That says a lot. Stony Creek is bay is um Stony Creek is made for the now and in the future. That's how I view Stony Creek, and that's why they have the reputation of Paul Feinbaum. Now, unfortunately, I haven't asked Paul about Stony Creek basketball yet. I should in the future, but I'm telling you. They got a good basketball program there at Stony. Really good basketball program. Um, and they've been playing good basketball lately, too. So, a lot to, a lot of positive with Stony Creek. Um, Clarkston. You know, when you look at the Wolves. I mean, obviously, the first player you talk about with Clarkston is Manny Sikorsky. Obviously, with her, um, she's had 30-point games on night-in, night-out basis. That tells you a lot of things right there. Sikorsky's done a wonderful job with that team. Um, obviously, you know, when you look at Clarkston, you know, yes, you got Izzy Haley there. You got Emmy Valencia there. Um, when you look at Clarkston, you know, this is a dangerous team. Very dangerous team. The only issue I have with Clarkston is their interior. They're not a big team. I mean, that's the only issue I have with them. With Coach Aaron Goodenow's team. 
but they make up for it with their shooting. Obviously, Korsky and Hadley make up for a lot of Clarkson's problems. So, that's something to really look at with Clarkson. Um, Royal Oaks had a struggling year. A&T has had their fair share of struggles. Um, I do want to talk Rogues. And here's a program that has been, I don't know, I, I think they're starting to figure things out a little bit. I mean, Caitlin, Caitlin Sanders has been, has been um, pretty consistent lately for Groves. I mean, like, she's been pretty consistent. Um, but to beat a Birmingham Detroit Country Day team that is loaded with talent, uh, that says a lot. Um, so if you're Groves, I mean, this is a good stepping stone, a stepping point to possibly turning your season around. They could do, they could spoil some teams this seasons. I mean, Groves has been a really hard team to figure out. I mean, they beat Troy, but then they lose to Royal Oak. I mean, they've been a really inconsistent team. Um, so, but beating Detroit Country Day, if you're Coach Allison Heidi, that says a lot. That you could turn this thing around real quick. And you know what? I think they could. I think they could. Now, that district they're going to they're gonna be in is going to be very vicious. Obviously, you got Birmingham Marion in there. You got West Bloomfield in there. You got Seaholm, who's red hot right now. Um. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, and then you have Boombie Hills in there who's getting better. You know, so girls are going to have their hands full in that district. They're going to have their hands full. Um, and then you look, A&T, they're very, very young. Um, yeah, they got Jalen Austin. Christian Banks is doing everything she could. Um, a lot of people look at Christian Banks and say, well, she's going to be she could be the next great player coming out of Southfield. Yeah, that's true. I think she's got she's got she's more than capable. I'm curious to see how she she develops, especially this off season, and then the years beyond. So I'm curious to see how that's going to go. So when I look at Southfield A and T, to me, this is a team that could turn things around real quick. They could. And that says a lot. That really does. Um, I mean, obviously, you look at um Royal Oak. They've been struggling. I mentioned that earlier. Um, you know, they're getting better. They're getting better. So, that's my thought process there on Royal Oak. Um, obviously, when you look at the Red Division right now, it's still... West Bloomfield, followed by Clarkston, then Stony Creek. Um, oh, and I forgot to talk to Troy. I mean, obviously with Troy. Um, you got Kendall Zider there. Um, shout out to Sabaka. I'm wondering where she's been at lately. I haven't looked at Saboka in the stats sheet lately. I mean, like, so I'm wondering where the heck has she been? You know? I think a lot of that is the missing of Alyssa Mantuza. That's a huge... Um, and I've been saying this for months now about the Mantuza injury being 
a huge catalyst for Troy. You look at and you look at it here, and the stats don't lie. They don't lie. And obviously, when you do, you know, obviously Kendall Zyder is going to have to be the one that carries Troy. And if she's and if she gets shut down, and you look at that district, obviously you got Warren Cousineau in there, who's been having a really nice year. Then there could be some trouble. They just added Warren Mott back in that district. So that's really interesting that the MHA did that, was put Warren Mott back in that district. And instead of a four-team district now, it's a five-team district. So that's something to really keep a close eye on um, when you look at the districts. Um, when I look at the red right now, as I mentioned, you got West Bloomfield, Clarkson, Stony Creek. Um, Followed by um, followed by um Troy, um, and then you have um, you have Groves, and I'm sorry, Groves and Troy, then um, Royal Oak, and then A and T. That's my take right now. Um, and obviously that's the standings right now when you look at the um, red standings. So <laughs> something to really keep a close eye on. Um, do I think is there a team that I'm really keeping a close eye on? Um, obviously on the white, you got Rochester and Lake Orion are two teams to really keep an eye on in the white, the red West Bloomfield, especially with who they got coming up. Um, here's the, that next week game when they play Detroit Edison, um, Edison has not played a lot of games this year. I know they're loaded with talent. Um, obviously when you look at Royal, obviously. Um, this is something to really, really keep a close eye on, is West Bloomfield, how they're going to do going forward. I mean, obviously, when you look at their district, Birmingham, Marion, um, you have Groves and Seaholm, um, Bloomfield Hills in there, um, and North Farmington in there. I forgot, North Farmington is in a different district from their girls and their boys. So, that's something to really keep a close eye on going forward, um, when you look at the district assignments coming up, they're going to release the girls' districts on February the 20th. Um, they released the NPR bracket on the 14th, so that is something to really keep a close eye on, is with the MHA, especially on the girls' side of things. So, that's something to really keep a close eye on. So, we'll see what happens there on the basketball side of things. Um, um, that's my take on girls' basketball. Um, obviously, um, when we look at, um, other sports cheerleading, of course, um, Adams, Stony Creek, um, Rochester, Lake Orion right now are the cream of the crop and cheerleading right now. Um, top teams in the red, um, you got in the white, you got Clarkston, you got Oxford in there. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens coming up. I know cheerleading, um, di districts are not far away. Um, wrestling districts start up this week. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to go. Um, obviously when you look at wrestling, you got to start with Oxford. You got to start with Clarkston. And it's unfortunate because they're in the same district as Lake Warren and Lapeer. Um, obviously Pontiac's a team to keep an eye on as well. Um, so that's something to really, really look at going forward. Um, once we come to the district play. So.
you know, for wrestling. And then individuals start, I think, through the next weekend. So, so a lot of winter sports starting to um, begin postseason play. And some really interesting storylines coming in from the wrestling side of things. Hockey, obviously, Bloopia, I mean, like, um, Bloopia Hills, you know, um, winning the, um, winning the red. I still can't believe they won the red over Lake Orion. Um, you got Rochester United in there. You got, um, you know, Stony Creek. They're not a bad team. Um, so something to really keep a close eye on, um, is the hockey regionals, um, going forward. So a lot to look at. Um, obviously when you look at things that have been going on around the, um, and then powerlifting, of course, obviously, um, you know, Lake Warrior's been a very good team there in powerlifting. Um, I mean, Athens has been a power as well. Um, something to really keep a close eye on as we um, head forward into the um, following weeks of the winter. So, something to really keep a close eye on as we head into the season. Um, here, see how things go. Um, we shall see what happens. All right, now, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, you can follow the blog at Around the OAA. Um, we're going to talk the gold tomorrow on the, um, on the Food Drive podcast, obviously, with, um, with, with Ian and, of course, my um, course, Visa Sideline host, um, Joey Tetzik and Malik Hill. We're going to talk the gold race um, in the um, boys' side. So we'll see what happens going forward. All right, now, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. Um, I will see you. Um, I will see you tomorrow on the podcast from 12 to 2. So take care. And see y'all later, and God bless everybody.